everyone, and welcome to Fancy Football Wives, episode 21. I'm Anya, a lifelong Spurs fan, married to an Arsenal fan. And I'm Sarah, a City fan, married to United fan. And it's been two weeks and two game weeks since we last caught up. And although not much has changed in the Premier League, Liverpool is still winning. Spurs have yet to draw and Huddersfield are now with a new manager, but are still trailing at the bottom. There's been a lot more movement in the fantasy football side of things. We've had injuries, wild cards, potential double game weeks coming up, which means there have been a lot of changes within teams. And Salah's price is now a whopping 13.6 million, uh, which is interesting because that's only got up in the last couple of weeks because I assume players have been bringing them on. Uh, Sarah, I'm on the bandwagon. What about you? When are you finally going to bring Salah in? <laughs> I, I, I think I might just stick without him. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to um, do better than you if I don't take some chances. Well, I think it's going to cost you because last game week, most people that captained him ended up with you know points in the 60s, 70s, and you weren't there, were you, Sarah? Yeah, but that was just one week. One week. All right. And I had 50, 58 points. That's that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, if that's what you're going for now. <laughs> Our league is a new leader and we'll find out if I've actually managed to close the gap on Anya. We don't have a guest this evening, unfortunately, but we do have 11 questions to answer from Twitter. So stay tuned as to what our thoughts are. And of course, we'll be ending with Anya's fun fact. But before we get into all of that, it's good week, bad week. So we're kicking off good week, bad week with, I mean, it was impossible not to start off with this guy, Newcastle defender Fabian Shaw or Cher, he's got an umlaut over the A. Uh, he costs 4.6 million. He scored two goals, kept a clean shape and of course got three bonus points, which gave him 21 points. But he was only owned by 0.9%. And I don't even know if anyone had them on their actual team. And he wasn't just sitting on their bench. Uh, but with Newcastle facing City and then Spurs next, uh, I reckon he's going to be staying on that bench a little longer. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a fluke if he did the same thing again. I think he's got like 39 points in total, of which now 21 of them have come from his last match. Oh, what a week. And the other man of the weekend was Wolves midfielder Diego Jota, who at 5.9 million and under 2% ownership scored a hat-trick. Um, he got three bonus points and a total of 15 points, um, which is the same as Salah. Um, it was quite the match. I loved watching it. Um, it was just a clinching the win in the final minute of a 4-3 win against Leicester. And lots of people have Wolves players, notably Jimenez and Doherty. But will they now be bringing in Jota as they have such good fixtures? And I just think I might because <laughs> Salah, you know, 13.6 million, Jota, 5.9 million. He's just come back from injury and that was, what, his first game after coming back from injury and he got a hat-trick and it was a convincing hat-trick too. My new favourite person in the Premiership outside of anyone who's related to City is Nuno, um, the Wolves manager, and he got sent to the stands because he couldn't help but jump in on the celebrations. <laughs> oh, well, that's good to hear you speak so positively about someone that doesn't play for City. Well, we've got quite a few questions from Twitter about what to do with Wolves players, so we can get your point I'm on I'm starting you to have quite a soft spot for Wolves. 
Oh, so um, I've been very kind to you this week, Sarah, because next up in Good Week, it's Man U again. And I haven't uh, given this to you to say. I've decided to take it on. So I've taken one for for you, Sarah. Um, (laughs) You've got to give it to them. They're on a roll. Rashford and Pogba are currently the most transferred in players with both players' ownership just shy of 40%. You actually brought in Rashford, I think, didn't you? Yeah, and I captained him as well, which it wasn't a disastrous decision. I mean, I would have got more if I'd captained um, Sterling, but that was my decision. It was between Rashford and Sterling. But still, I've I've dropped all my principles and I now have two United players on my team. And I was <laughs> upset this weekend because I, when I saw that they both scored, I was I think I went, yay! I mean, no, ah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's such a pain when that happens. But yeah, the Man U team, they're, they're on a roll. And actually, you know, they've got good fixtures up until they meet Liverpool on Feb 24th. It pains me to say this, but De Gea was also incredible against Spurs in game week 22. And I've actually tripled up on Man U players. I've got Luke Shaw, who didn't play last game week, but he'll, he'll, he's due to be back on, on, um, on Tuesday. So yeah, they're doing really, really well. But another Manchester team we need to talk about. My own team. So we often talk about Bernardo and David Silva, but we often forget Danilo da Silva, who on Sunday scored his first goal, kept a clean sheet, and of course got three bonus points in City's 3-0 win against Huddersfield. He's only owned by 0.7% of people and costs 5.1 million. It may be short-lived moment in the limelight, as Mendy is due to start back next week in the Premier League after coming back in the um, in the Cup yesterday. Yeah, we have a couple of questions regarding Mendy, but I think it's good, you know, it's, it's all about differentials at the moment, and Danilo could be one of them. So uh, on to bad week. Well, fancy football defender Darlings, Leicester's Pereira and Everton's Digne, they both got a grand total of minus one. I actually used my wild card and brought in Ding, uh, only for him to uh, score an own goal in the match against Southampton. Whilst Pereira obviously conceded four goals in that match against Wolves and he got a yellow card. So minus one for the two of them. Well, I considered bringing Dean in as well because it was it was the fantasy football scouts recommendation of one of the best players to bring in your team. So ha-ha to anyone that did. <laughs> Well, me. And, and and I think like 20 other percent of people. So who else is having a bad week, Sarah? Mm, Spurs? Yeah. And yet, yeah. are you going to be able to talk about this without crying? Uh, let's see. They play Chelsea tonight, you know. Maybe maybe we don't need, you know, Kane, Son and Ali. <laughs> maybe we can manage up until mid-March without the three of them. I don't know. I thought Ali came back. He's gone again. I've missed that. So he had a hamstring injury, which he sustained in the match on Sunday against Fulham, and he's now out till March 9th. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's back though, isn't he, from another injury? Uh, um, he had recently come back, but yeah. no, he's now back out. March will come around soon. It will. Too late though for you, probably. No, well, let's see. We might win tonight, and then, you know, we've got this and good confidence City in the final. Up. And maybe Son will come back from the Asian Games early because <laughs> he keeps losing for South well, Korea. It turns out that was a very poor decision from Poch not to bring in anyone new over the summer. 
Yeah, and now we sold Moussa Dembele. But, you know, there are some players there that, you know, can, can fill the gap. Obviously, there's Ericsson, and we'll talk a bit later about this because one of the Twitter questions about what to do with Spurs players, but there are other players there. Um, there is a player that is going to be out, and I think he's going to be out for good and out for good in football, potentially. Did you read about Fulham's Abu Bakr Kamara, who was arrested on Monday for GBH? I didn't just read the article you sent me about him. I actually went down a little bit of a Twitter hole <laughs> on this. Um, because I was so intrigued that they had a bust up during yoga. No, so it wasn't during, well, he'd had an argument with Mitrovic. Yeah, um, during yoga. Well, prior to that, he, he, Mitrovic is the penalty taker. And so in the match on Hasselfield, he didn't let him, he took, he snatched the ball out like, and, and, tr- and went to, to score the penalty, which he then missed. And unfortunately, Mitrovic actually scored, which, um, I guess, helped cancel that miss. But then they had a bust-up in yoga. And then... Who has bust-ups in yoga? Maybe well, somebody turns out, no, I know, no, I know the details. So apparently... Oh, tell me. Yeah, I, I've read all about this yesterday. Kamara was talking during the... Um, what do you call it at the end of yoga when you lie really still? And you uh, meditate... What, meditation? No, the uh, stavasana. Savasana. Where you lie down, it's my favourite bit of yoga, after doing yoga, you just lie down really still and go to sleep. And, uh, <laughs> and Kamara was talking and Mitrovic uh, shouted at him, <gasps> which then led to, apparently, full-blown Kamara turning up at training and um, allegedly um, assaulting him. No, so I that's not what I read. I read that he had turned up on Monday to speak with the chief exec and the security guard wouldn't let him through and he lashed out at the security guard. Oh, or maybe. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Well, if somebody could let us know, uh, yeah, tweet us, uh, because we're very intrigued as to what actually happened. But um, if you've got Kamara on your team, we strongly recommend you get rid of him. And if anyone has any more details about, do whole football Premier League teams do yoga together? <laughs> No, I think this is a Ranieri tactic. I think this is his strategy, which I don't know helps Le- Leicester win the win the Premier League. Really, so. I just can't imagine them all just doing, you know, some yoga together, and then obviously it should calm them, right? Have the opposite effect this time. Yeah, didn't didn't do those stretch hold those stretches for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so that's it for Good Week, Bad Week. Uh, We're going to go on to our next part of the podcast, which you're all dying to hear about. Who is winning between Sarah and I? Welcome back uh, to our second part of the podcast, where we'll be talking uh, fantasy football. Um, well, before we share who is winning, we'd like to just give an update on how we're handling the fact that in game week one, Sarah and I got exactly the same amount of points and therefore it was a draw. So some of you may have heard last episode, we had a riveting chat about how we were supposed to mark this. Originally, I'd given us a point each. Sarah thought it should just be zero. But regardless, it didn't match up with the actual number of game weeks. Which was confusing. So I received a text message from our previous guest, Will Rose, who had had a brainwave and said that we should split the point and give ourselves half each. So without further ado, after 23 game weeks, the score is... 
11 and a half. <laughs> 11 and a half. <laughs> so we're level on game week points of who's won which, um, which game week. But unfortunately, Anya has stormed ahead um, and the gap is now 76 points. Yeah, and Sarah, you're not only trailing my brother, who's playing fancy football for the first time ever, you're also trailing your husband, who hasn't even touched his team in nearly four months. Which I just want to add on that. So, um, lol, he has Kane. (laughs) And he was like, oh, I think I can take Kane out. And I was like, no, 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 no. You either play (laughs) or you don't. So I'm hoping he um, should suffer in the next few weeks because he has Kane. He's only got two strikers and one is Kane. Well, he's got like three man new players, so he'll be fine. And he has Salah captain. So as long as that works out for him. Yeah, I'll offset it. So, Sarah, uh, what happened in the last two game weeks? How how have I ended up storming ahead? And now there's a 76-point gap. Well, I didn't have a terrible game week um, last week, um, and I got 58 points. Obviously, I was the only person who doesn't have Salah, I feel. I did find someone else yesterday that hadn't capped in Salah, so it wasn't just me. Um, but annoyingly, I had Wilson on the bench and then he played and he got nine points. Mm. Um, so that was irritating. In game week 22, again, I was above average. Um, by one point. By one point. But yeah, just a, a general um, poor performance by my forwards, which meant that Oba Mayang got the boot and replaced really? by Rashford. Ah, so that's interesting because I have a theory, which is people have got rid of Aubameyang too quickly. Um, and not only is he on my team, I'm, I'm going to captain him uh, because they're playing Cardiff next, mm. who are awful. Well, I've got Rashford. Um, he's playing Burnley at home um, this week, so he might stay my captain. Yeah, that's a good idea. So you're not wildcarding then? So I've been debating this. One... I don't have any time to properly consider my wild card. And two, I've just brought in Rashford and Pogba. I've got Sterling. There are changes I'd make around the edges to my team, but I just don't feel like I'm in a, like I need a wild card. Um, the only reason I'd wild card is to bring Salah in. And I just might, you know, what have I got to lose now? I'm already uh, halfway down the table. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well try and differentiate. Are you sitting there just praying to hear Salah's injured? Yes, Salah's injured. Blank every week for the next six weeks. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Unfortunately, he uh, he shouldn't have um, got that penalty on Saturday. So that was lucky for everyone because yeah. he dived. Um, yeah. Let's not all be like how bloody amazing he is. He is amazing. He is amazing. And I, and the other player that's amazing, and I've wanted to get him for ages and I've held off for him, is Sané. He really is brilliant. So I looked at that um, for this week because I have, uh, uncomfortably, I actually have two and a half million in the bank. Um, <gasps> yeah, I know. It was because just the math. The over my young for Brashford move left me with some money. And so I thought I could bring in Sané, but I'm just short. Um so I'm thinking I'm going to hold my transfers this week um, and then um, do a little two-step move the week after to bring Sané in. 
Okay. So um, should we tell everyone that, about the fact we've got a new leader of our league? Yeah, so our new leader with 1,431 points is Daniel Swindlehurst, Norfolk and Chance. So Annie and I actually worked with Dan many, many, many years ago in Switzerland. And somehow he's discovered our podcast and joined a few weeks ago to take the top spot. So well done, Dan. 80 points this week, Captain in Salah. And he also has Sane Pogba and Rashford on his team. Yeah, I've been How chatting with him. How Salah, Sane Pogba and Rashford? He must have had no one else on his team. <laughs> no, he has got. He's got a good team. He had Lorente though, who obviously got an own goal, so gave him zero. But uh, we're going to get him on as a guest, actually. Um, hopefully, next episode, so he can share his tips. But he doesn't feel like he's going to stay at the top uh, for very long. So that's very humble of him. But it was nice to see a familiar face up there. Hmm. So overall to our Twitter questions, all 11 of them, some of them have been condensed and we'll try and give you our uh, our thoughts on what you've asked us. So first one up was from at extreme underscore techers. Question is thoughts on captaining Aubameyang over Salah? Capital letters, yes, I already have the C on Aubameyang and I've even seen a couple of people put the triple captain on him on Twitter. So you know what? I think it's a sure thing against Cardiff that he's going to score at least once. FPL Thunder Jeff, who was our guest on our last episode. Hi, ladies. Can I ask you to advise who you think will be the big point scorers for February in midfield and attack? Um, so, Anya, what do you think? Yeah, Jeff, we said this on the podcast and we're telling you now, I think you need to bring in Salah. You're a Liverpool fan. You need to have Salah. He's a must. Um, other players are Pogba, who I think you've got. Uh, his form has been great. And I think he's happy and Rashford's happy. And I think it shows and they're performing. And apart from Liverpool on Feb 24th, they've got a good run of fixtures. I think Sané as well. Sané's run of form is a, is excellent. Um, he, I think he'll survive Pep Roulette and... I would give him a go too. Mm, okay. So um, at Girid Harasag, Sal Anderson, um, well, first of all, I think Anderson feels a bit like one of those players like Barkley or Madison or Sigurdsson. They have flashes of greatness and then they do nothing. So they're a bit frustrating. Um, his other question is, going back to four defenders, good now considering the good fixtures most of the teams have in the next four game weeks and moving to four four two maybe. I think that's good. And so it's 4-3-3. I'm actually set up for 4-3-3 for this coming game week. I have to add about what happened to me last week. I mean, if Liverpool kept a clean sheet, I would have been into the 70s. You would have been quid then. Yeah, thanks. Well, that was... That was Jeff's theory, wasn't it? That he had tripled up on Liverpool defence yeah. because he said four out of seven matches, they're going to get clean sheets, so you'll get the points in. Um, next question from M. Bison 22 Which players can smash the template in the final third of the season? Sarah, have you got your crystal ball with that? <laughs> there with you? Um, I mean, without being repetitive, yeah, Salah, Pogba, oh, Rashford. I don't agree with you on the Salah thing. I'm just going to oh, watch. Okay. You tell everyone to bring Salah in. That's fine. Everyone in our league does it. I won't and I will rise victorious. With Sterling and Sané. Yeah. Well, midfielders beginning with S, really. Yeah, that's my strategy. Um, speaking of Sané, we've got a question from at Chaka FPL. Um, and, I'll, and I'll hand this over to you, Sarah. Should Sané owners be worried with the return of Mendy? No. Okay, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) 
no, no, nothing more. No. Nothing more to add. No, right. I don't think. Why would they? He, he often plays Zane and Mendy, to, Mendy together. Okay, so that's good. Uh, right, the F- Milo owners should maybe be worried. <laughs> So, um, if you've got Ali, you should be worried, or Kane, James Batters, but not Sane. Well, but, okay. Sane is a midfielder and Mendy is a right back, right? All right, we'll see. If he doesn't play next game week, you'll have to eat your hat. Well, it's not like I haven't done that before. I have to say, I've got to do. We've got to do this one-on-one episode. The amount of contradictions we make, what we say, and then what we do. It's a life. My life is one big contradiction. Right. So, next question at Ains underscore fifteen. Good time to make Ericsson captain. Uh, no, Watford aren't easy, and Spurs are without their key players. Keep him in your team as he's their key player now, um, and he can get you lots of points. But I just don't think it's worth the risk of an, of the armband. Um, at FPL addicts one two three triple walls too much. They've got good fixtures in the next five or six, and I'm looking at Hotter for Anderson. Um, well, yeah, I think I almost looked at tripling up on Wolves because exactly for the same reasons you are saying, you know, I've got Jimenez, their defence has been good, lots of people have Doherty, um, and now Hotter seems like such a viable option. But oh, it's one of those things where you'll triple up and then it'll backfire when Wolves play West Ham midweek. So I I wouldn't just yet. They were so impressive at the weekend, though. Can I just say before uh, everyone um, abuses me, Mendy's left back, not right back, okay. Moving on. <laughs> How about you do the next question? Because you haven't wildcarded yet, but you will soon. So which three forwards would you have? This is from at Cluzo FPL. So I would um, say Rashford, Mitrovic. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Who would you add in? I think Obama Yang. And when Kane's back, Kane. Well, this is the thing, like a lot of the, if you want to have Salah in your team or Sterling, um, then you can't afford anyone else. <laughs> you can't afford the premium strikers. You can afford one. I've got Obama, Young, Rashford and Salah. I need to, I need to do some research here. Hmm. You do. I've got no money. What prior to the prior prior to when we record the episode? Well, listen, I have done a survey, and I can guarantee to you, Anya, no one listens to this podcast for my advice. <laughs> Yours maybe, mine not so much. So, um, okay, moving on. Next question is from Mo. Hi, Mo. Um, given all the injuries at Spurs, should I keep Trippier? Do you know what, Mo? I've got Trippier and he's staying on my team because uh, he's, one, their defence isn't bad. And two, he can sometimes, you know, put in a good cross and get an assist on a goal. So, yeah, I would keep him. Uh, no, and she doesn't realise that they're going to lose every game to the end of the season now and conceding every game. So maybe not. Okay, that's Sarah's point of view. Um, at FPL, uh, Michelle, uh, so a former guest of ours as well, um, she's just asked on to Ali. I think she wrote this before she found out that Ali was injured. So, uh, no, unfortunately. If you do want a Spurs midfielder, your options are, of course, Ericsson. But if you don't have the budget, Winks or Mora. So Mora will be coming back. Uh, her other question is, 
Is Kolasinic worth getting in for Arsenal's favourable run of fixtures until the end of the season and bench for the tough ones? At 4.9 million, he is extremely attacking and is much cheaper than Ding, TAA and Doherty. So I think this is a really good shout shout and I almost put... Um, Arsenal defence into good week because of their performance against Chelsea and the fact that they've got good upcoming fixtures. I obviously didn't because uh, I hate Arsenal and I also really don't like his style of playing. He's super aggressive and so he can get the odd yellow card. Um, if I didn't hate Arsenal so much, yeah, maybe I would bring him for Ding because you're right, he is a great attacking defender and at only 4.9 million, I think he's a great differential uh, because he also doesn't have much ownership. So that could be one for you to consider as well, Sarah, for the wild card. Yeah, potentially. So last question um, from at Steve Sokoto. Hi, active listener to your podcast. Thank you very much, Steve. We're glad. What are your thoughts on holding Richarlison given Everton's um, good run of fixtures? Now, interestingly, I was looking at this earliest today because I feel like Richarlison hasn't been performing. He's a weak link, but the fixtures are just too good. And so I'm going to hold him for the next kind of four weeks uh, while I faff around with the rest of my team. Um, If I were wildcarding, though, I probably would um, choose someone else. Dean to hold or upgrade to Mendy given he, he's back and would be a good differential. Um, I'd upgrade to Mendy. Okay. No, you? I just don't have the budget. You know, my two key premium defenders are Trippier and Robertson. I don't have the But if you did have the budget, because maybe Steve has the budget. Uh, you know, like up until just the last match, actually, City hadn't uh, kept a clean sheet for many, many weeks. Maybe because Mendy wasn't there. Ah. <laughs> Look, yeah, I don't have any City players. I actually need to bring someone in soon. Yeah, um, that is quite brave of you. Very brave. Um, as brave as me not putting Salah on my team. I'm not going to do a transfer this week. I'm going to wait until I've got two the following because I've got to transfer Ali out, obviously, because he's not playing. Uh, yeah. So maybe I consider bringing someone in then. Okay. Right. So with all our fancy football knowledge downloaded and shared with you, it's on to our fun fact. Knowledge and speculation. (laughs) (laughs) So on to our fun fact. Well, last episode... Jeff, our guest, he totally showed me up. He gave us the best fun fact that's ever been. Uh, my husband, after the episode, kind of turned around to me and was like, that's the level of fun facts you should be giving. So um, I've just... <laughs> Always ready with feedback. <laughs> he was, I mean, I was watching Nick listening to the podcast because we were driving the car. He was lent in, like, to the to the speaker with his mouth wide open, like... Because he can hear it very well because our sound quality wasn't great. No, he was Sorry. just... He was just in awe of Jeff's fun fact. So uh, Jeff Jeff has kindly shared a, another one with me to give to you, Sarah. So here we go. Just a note regarding transferring players who have just scored a hat-trick, a.k.a. Hotter. Only four players have scored multiple hat-tricks in an FPL season in the last eight years. So don't expect a second one. Can you name the four players who have scored multiple hat-tricks in the last eight years? Oh, okay. Aguero? Yep. Yes. 
Manet? No. Salah? No. Alan Shearer? His name does begin with... <laughs> his name does begin with S. <laughs> uh, first name or second name? Surname. This is probably riveting for our listeners. <laughs> this is where we don't have a guest. Um, okay, footballers whose surnames begin with S who score goals that aren't called Shearer or Salah. Who used to play in the Premier League. They don't all play the Premier League. Obviously, I'm sure it doesn't play oh. the Premier League. No. Uh, can you give me a nationality? Yes. Uh, crap, I think. I think he's Venezuelan. No, he's Uruguayan. Uruguayan? Any Uruguayan I know is Otamendi. No. I don't know. Should I Google it? No, don't Google <laughs> it. He he was he was known he was known for uh sometimes, you know, uh having a snack on players' ears. Oh god, Suarez. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Is he one of them? Oh, that's a shame. Two other players. One of them's a Spurs one and one of them was Arsenal. Gary Lineker. No. <laughs> one, of, one of them's a Spurs player who's currently injured. Okay. Yeah. And one of them was an Arsenal player. Ian, right, right, right. No. Oh. I like the singing. He's Dutch. <laughs> um... Van Nistelrooy. No, but he, his surname does begin with Van. <laughs> oh, God, this is a stretch. I don't Robin know. Van Persie. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Thanks, thanks, oh, Jeff. Okay. That was really helpful. That was really helpful, Jeff. That was a tough one, Jeff. Um, you don't need to come on. If you just send me fun facts, that would be great. <laughs> so everyone um there you are there's your warning from jeff and the fun fact that hotter will not be scoring another hat trick for the rest of the season but uh he does it does look like he may be making an appearance in sarah's team so um thanks everybody for tuning in uh good luck with the next two game weeks um if you like our podcast please please remember to uh review us uh send us tweets comments we love hearing from you and yeah we'll speak to each other in two weeks time good luck sarah do you know i just want to let you know a a habit i seem to have got is after every time we do a podcast and i say everything i'm not going to do um i just do it immediately after the podcast and so i've literally just got my phone out despite saying i'm not doing any transfers this week to breathe (laughs) (laughs) so let's see how that goes for me bye Bye. everyone